Hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And we're back. We're back for a Tuesday episode. I have missed you and I hope that you've missed me too. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you that you show up and you listen and you share the podcast and that it's really making an impact in your life and in your business. And I did this poll on my Instagram the other night where I was saying to people, you know, what are the, what do you think my favorite topic to teach on is? And I listed out four different options. I said recruitment, time management. I said leadership and I said social media. And actually all four of those are ones that I really enjoy talking about. But if I could tell you in the order of importance, what the topics that I'm so fired up about, it's going to be time management then it's going to be recruitment, then it's going to be leadership, and then it's going to be social media. And I love them all. It's very hard to rank them in order. But last night, I was asked to do a team call for another um, leader in our direct sales company and network marketing. She is you know, a top 10 coach with Team Beachbody. Her and her husband run their business together. You may know them, um, Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. They're also very, very dear family friends of ours. We love them so much. And we met them through the coaching opportunity. And it was on one of our top 10 trips to the Amalfi Coast where her husband, Jamie, was actually the top 10 coach. And she was newer in her business. She had just attended the new leader conference that year. And she was really in this rebuilding phase of her business. And we just had this great time um, on our trip to the Amalfi Coast and enjoyed each other's company and conversation. And we have a lot in common. And, you know, one of the things that she said about me is I've always sort of been her pacing partner, not necessarily competition, but pacing partner. She kind of watched what I did and then she would kind of follow my lead. And it's really cool to now, you know, a couple of years later to see her, you know, rock the number 11 spot in the company, then rock the top 10 spot in the company and become a superstar diamond. Her husband's a superstar diamond. They've just built these incredible businesses together and they're such a powerhouse. But she asked me to speak last night on on her call and to talk about time management and productivity. And I forgot how much I enjoyed that topic. It wasn't until we were actually talking about it that I thought, wow, This brings me so much joy to share this topic with with my followers, with people that are on calls with me. And the reason that I love it so much is because I know how much it's changed my life and I know how much what a bad place that I was at early on in my business. And so today I'm going to give you some tips. If you are listening to today's episode right now, and maybe you have a spouse that doesn't support your vision for your network marketing business, maybe you are feeling like you're a squirrel and you can't seem to get yourself organized. Maybe you feel like, oh my gosh, the only way to get ahead and be successful in my network marketing business is to work 24 Seven. Like, is it really possible to have a life outside of your business? And the answer is absolutely. It, it is possible 
but I, I'm going to tell you that it's going to take work. I'm going to ask you to really, really look inward and to say, okay, you know, what is it that I actually want? And number two is to like chuck the excuses to the wind. A, a squirrel, when you say I have ADD or I'm a squirrel, I get it. It's a real thing. I'm not discrediting that. But also in the same token, what are you doing to work through that? Because we can't just say, I'm a squirrel, I have ADD, I can't plan, and then we just go about our life as is, leaving that be an excuse. No, we got to find what works for us. We got to find ways to have power pockets of work time or eliminate distractions or set some healthy boundaries, right? And maybe you're saying to yourself, I'm just so busy. I'm just so busy. Like, how do I even plan? My my kids don't sleep through the night or they don't take consistent nap times or I work a full-time job. I also want you to know that I myself was a former stay-at-home mom raising two small children while growing the foundation of my business. Not, not what you see today where they're school age, they're gone. My husband is no longer working. We run this business together and they're gone for eight hours a day. No, that that's not how it was when I was first starting. It was like many of you trying to raise my kids, do my job, get my spouse to understand my vision and support me on this journey. I mean, it was not pretty, not even in the slightest bit. So I had to get organized. And, and step number one is a calendar. So the first thing that I encourage you to do is treat your business like a business from day one. That means that I sat down and I said, okay, if I am somebody that, you know, didn't have a calendar before, I really kind of wherever the wind blow blew me that day is where I went. You know, we're going to go grocery shopping. We'll do a park play date. We'll take naps. We'll go to the zoo. Well, all of a sudden, I now have this vision of what my network marketing business could provide to me. And I had this vision because I started to listen to the stories, the team calls, our national wake-up calls, anything the company put out there. And I'm hearing these success stories, stories from other coaches that had been able to pay off their debt, buy a home, go on a family vacation, all things that the Metro family at that point in time, 10 years ago, was not doing. We were backed against the wall, just making ends meet. There was no extra. There were no date nights, no family vacations, no moving out of the townhouse we were currently in. And we had good jobs, right? Matt had a good job at that point. So, you know, for me, this vision of what could be with a little bit of sacrifice and discipline was absolutely enough to propel me forward. So I got myself a good old calendar, right? Because I knew if I didn't treat my business like a business, I can't expect a paycheck like a billionaire, all right? If I'm going to treat my business like a hobby, or one of those things that I'll get to it when I find the time, then it's not going to pay me anything. I'm not going to make money if I if it's not a top priority. So I had to, number one, get out the calendar. And even wherever you are listening to this, you can either go to chicinfluencer.com and hit up our free resources and download our time blocking tracker. You can, you know, hit up Target or Walmart and grab yourself a planner that has hour blocks sort of blocked out for you. But I sat down and I made a game plan and I said, okay, no longer am I going to wing it. 
I'm going to set a workout time and I'm going to work out in the morning before the kids get up. And so I wrote it in my calendar, like a meeting with my boss that I'm not going to cancel because in my direct sales business, my my body's my business. My products are my business. So I have to be proof that the product works. So you better believe I'm going to be getting up and leading by example. Secondly, I needed to begin to block out times in my day that I knew I could work my business. So if I move my workout time to the morning, when the boys, boys took a nap in the afternoon, that was an hour and a half. I could squeeze in a work or I could squeeze in a work session, wrote that on my calendar. No longer was I going to be, you know, skipping nap time to go to the park or the zoo, right? Or grocery shopping or calling friends at nap time. No, this was my hour, hour and a half to sit down and crush out work. Third thing I did was I started to look at my evenings. Now, mind you, I got really big goals, right? I want to take it to the top. I want to be the top in the network, right? So I was like an hour and a half of my business every day. That's not going to cut it. And I don't count my workout as my business. I don't count team calls or national wake-up calls. That stuff isn't business time. That's personal growth, right? And personal, you know, my own personal fitness. So I looked at my evenings. I sit on the couch. We watch The Bachelor. We play with the kids. You know, they go to bed. We watch Grey's Anatomy. We hang out together. Well, I need to start dedicating some of those evening times to actually showing up and building my business. So now on my calendar, 9 to 1030, maybe Monday through Wednesday or Sunday through Wednesday, Thursday and Friday and Saturday nights, that's going to be family time, spouse, date nights, whatever we're going to do as a family, right? And so I started to mark off these blocks of time in my week that I could now devote to my business. And then I did something that truly was kind of a slight edge for me. I knew that, hey, there, it wasn't always going to work exactly as planned. And, you know, I may want to get a little extra, some side projects done on the weekend. Maybe, you know, I want to create some extra content or do some planning. So I blocked off Saturday and Sunday mornings from like 5 to 8 a.m. And for five years, maybe six years, I have been getting up at 5 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays and spending a good four hours on my business truly before anybody else woke up. And if you think about that, you know, four hours times two, so eight hours on the weekend times 52 weeks in a year times seven years, you guys can do the math. I'm definitely not your math girl, but that is going to be a separator right? That is something that is separating me from the competition. That is a bajillion hours that I've devoted to my business, my dreams, my vision. That short-term sacrifice didn't come at the expense of anybody else except for me. I wasn't displacing my kids. My husband had to get up maybe and, and entertain the kids for an hour and a half, but no big deal. We had the rest of the day together and that created a million dollar business, a multi-million dollar business because of the way that I organized my time. But I took it one step further and I could spend hours talking to you guys about this subject, right? Because there is so much embedded in here. But the next thing that I did was I didn't just say, okay, I've blocked out this time. I'm ready to go. I actually sat down and I said to myself, now, what am I going to do during these business hours? What am I going to do during the time that I've now blocked out? Well, here comes out my goals. 
What do I want to accomplish this week? What am I working towards this month and this quarter and this year is, and then I just brainstormed a big old list, right? I need to follow up with my customers. I need to message my prospects. I need to, you know, touch base with so-and-so, right? And so I started to go back through and I started to really kind of wrap my mind around, okay, do I need to connect with? Who do I need to invite? Who do I need to follow up with? And I started to get my bearings. And then what I did was I started putting those things on the calendar so that when I sat down, to actually work at the assigned time, I didn't just open the laptop and scroll aimlessly. I now had a very intentional purpose for what I was focusing on. All right. So we take it one step further, right? And now I start to set a timer. Friends, you know, the best thing you can do for yourself is really begin to create space for each activity, whether it's 20 minutes to do like new connections, or it's a half hour to check your email, or 10 minutes to write that follow up message and send voice notes to, you know, your your current clients to just check in to make sure they're enjoying their experience, working from a list, being intentional about your time that allows you to pack in all of the things you you need to pack in so that you can literally wring the time you do have just absolutely dry. And I found that even like the less time that I had, the more productive I was because I was so intentional about using my time blocking tracker as my actual to-do list, checking things off as I go. And at the end of the day, you guys, right, I will tell you that I don't just at the end of the day, close up shop and call it a night and well, whatever happened, happened today. I really ask myself, like, did I get the things done that I needed to do? Did I make the right moves? Like, did I do the invites? Did I do the needle movers, the follow-ups, the posts on social media? And if the answer is no, then I had a choice. I could make myself do it, be disciplined to get it done, or it needed to be the first thing the next day. I challenge you to actually discipline yourself to do it right then and there. It actually makes a world of difference. All right. Okay. So here's what we're going to do because I love this topic so much, right? Your assignment this week is I need you to get yourself organized. You are actually going to do a baseline. So between now and next Tuesday, when we come back, I want you to become so acutely aware about how you spend your time how much time you're spending on certain activities. I want you to print out the time blocker. And then next week, you're going to come back with your time blocker and a really good analysis of your business. And we're going to dive into part two on time management. Um, And I'm going to give you even more tips. So make sure you share this podcast. Make sure you tell your friends about it. Make sure you subscribe so you get updates so you know when the next episodes are going to launch because this is all about making you the most productive business owner that you can be in the amount of time that you have. All right, friends, short and sweet, but I will see you back here next week for part two of Time Blocking.